The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Brand new episode. The name of the episode is Pastrami Schnapps. Pastrami Schnapps. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, we made it to April, and uh, we're still alive for now. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, we is the royal we, not this show. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about as a human race. Uh, listen, a couple of things before we get to the episode. Um, this is a good episode, by the way. You're going to like it. Uh, I want you to, because, you know, this podcast turns 10 years old in its podcast form in May, specifically May 25th. Um, and to celebrate, it's going to be like a series of celebrations. And the first one, I don't have all the details, so I'm not going to tell you, but I want you to reserve May 27th in the early evening for us. That's the day before Memorial Day. So yeah, you can come and drink with us and you don't have to go to work the next day. So just, yeah, that's all I can tell you right now. It will be in a place in the Salt Lake City area, and it will be a bar. So, yes, you can buy us drinks there. So, anyway, May 27th, early evening. That's all I'm prepared to tell you now. I will give you more details as it as it gets closer. Also coming soon, just in time for the 10th anniversary of this podcast, is a, uh, a Geek Show archive website that I will be telling you about. It's in a beta test right now, and I'm having a few few uh, select people try it out. And uh, we're, we're going to make our formal announcement about the archive. It will be free um, coming soon. But uh, we're in beta test right now, but it will go back all 10 years of the podcast. So, uh, you know, if you want to hear us talking about the first Iron Man movie... <laughs> I don't know. Some people might want to, uh, but we'll have that for you very soon. Again, all of these very exciting things coming very soon. I'm just kind of teasing you a little bit. But let's get to the episode, Pastrami Schnapps. Of course, uh, we got to thank our sponsors for making it possible. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection opens seven days a week. Hold services free. With that, you get a 10% discount of purchases over $20 uh, or more. And the previews catalog for free, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Dr. Volt's. Also, Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Serving the Wasatch Front since 1982, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Also, also our friend uh, Chef Daniel, he has opened up his restaurant, the Twin Sons Cafe, serving breakfast and lunch every day but Tuesday. The food is Americana with a Southwest Mexican influence, and he can accommodate all sorts of diets. He wants to serve you a good, wholesome meal at the Twin Sons Cafe, 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake City. Also, Black Velvet Boutique. Go up and see Dawn and Leah at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. And until the 8th of April... Mention Geek Show and you will receive 30% off lingerie. That's 30% off all lingerie until the 8th of April. Open seven days a week. It's Black Velvet Boutique. All right, let's get underway with this episode. It's called Pastrami Schnapps. Pleased to enjoy after these. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection reminding you that Free Comic Book Day is Saturday, May 5th. 
and they're going to be open early from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., and they're giving away free comics. Come for the free comics and stay for the fantastic sale. Everything store-wide will be 20 to 50% off. And you can get your picture taken with a number of Utah's best cosplayers dressed like superheroes and Star Wars characters alike. Be sure to get your exclusive Dr. Volts cover for DC Nation number zero. All right, in April at Dr. Volts, Action Comics 1000. Celebrate 1,000 issues of Action Comics with an all-star lineup of top talent as they pay tribute to the comic that started it all. From today's explosive action to a previously unpublished tale illustrated by the legendary Kurt Swan to the Man of Tomorrow's future, this very special oversized issue presents the best of the best in Superman stories. Also Infinity War, the epic film is almost here. Prepare yourself for the movie event of the summer by picking up one of the graphic novels that inspired the cinematic universe. Learn the hidden stories of all the characters like Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Thanos. Open seven days a week, the whole service is free, and with that you get a 10% discount of purchases over $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. They're at 2043 East 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And welcome back to the basement. Yeah. Woo! Oh, oh. Yeah, it's been God a week. Damn it! It's been a week. Ah, what do we do for? Like, I, it's so, like, seriously though, guys, Stanley, everybody. Stanley. Uh, Stanley. Stanley. Um, it's off. Y'all scared me. Oh, jeez. I was gonna say, God, Sorry. don't do that to the people. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happens if Shannon's not participating? Uh, there was Sorry, a, there we was were, a sound that we had to uh, troubleshoot. Yeah, we were troubleshooting, and we actually so it's me. Turned out the sound was you. No, I thought you guys. It was actually Jay. Oh. It was the it was Jay's pot on the on the uh, what do we probably don't want to call it. We fix that sound. Yeah, the fader. Fader. There we go. I don't want to say it was Jay's pot. It was Jay's fader. Yeah, Jay's pot does make uh, a lot of noise though. I wish. (laughs) (laughs) Other than a slight bubbling sound. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh, It's April second. It is. It is. I'm always so happy when April first happens on a weekend. Especially on Easter. No, I hate April first. Hey, oh, Mr. Oh, B. Oh, really? Mr. Yeah. B, come well, over and look You're at not. You don't Mr. work B. with fucking 10-year-olds. <laughs> oh, oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, hold on. <laughs> now, they're so stupid, though. Touché. Like It's like they think they're so funny, and I'm just like, yeah. every single time, I'm like, you fucking suck at this. <laughs> Mr. B, I need to go to the bathroom. bathroom. Okay, go. April Fool's, uh-huh. I don't need to Mr. go. Mr. B, I shit my pants. Oh, no. They say shit your pants? Yeah. <laughs> it's a new, you say it's a new so world did I. Live in. Let's trade pants. <laughs> My shit probably smells worse. <laughs> I'll tell you something. I fucked your mother. What? April Fool. Oh wow. April, April Fool. Fool's. <laughs> I'm having. He fucked your mother. He's Lee George K. Ah, jeez. Oh. April Fool. Worst parent teacher conference. Yeah. Well, <laughs> your mom. Best your mom is. <laughs> your mom's a caring, caring, giving. Jose, you're getting some extra credit. (laughs) I've never slept with your mother, Jimmy. Oh, Jesus. No, I have not. I I won't. (laughs) Thank you. That's a very nice What are you you saying, man? It's out of respect to the Martin family. Your mom's just just off the whole statement. whole plethora of things are going through my head. You know what? If we're putting back. that there, I also promise never to fuck your mom. Oh, thanks, guys. I guess. Can so, we all I, just agree? Can you know we, what? I'm not going to fuck yours either. Can we all just make pledge? Oh, pledges. Oh, she'd be easier to catch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I guess I pledge to never 
have relations with Jimmy's mom. Will you guys shut the fuck up? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, what the fuck is I mean, wrong with y'all? There have been some times, like, when she's overdoing the bikini car wash. Oh, my God. And, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. There's so many daughter jokes I can start bringing up. Fuck yeah, off. You could. You could. Seriously, fuck I'm, off. I'm glad you haven't. So, <laughs> I wasn't talking about your mom, your mom, mom. Let's talk about your fake mom. Oh, okay. Your movie mom. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Go Let's hell. go to the next person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything to talk about. All right. This started <laughs> off to a weird start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how. Anybody else want to talk about my mom? Not, she's nah, a nice lady. I think she's a great lady. I'm over, I really I'm like over here on black Twitter just asking what the fuck is on. She, he's, like, he's, on black, he's on black Twitter going, these white folk I hang with are fucking stupid. <laughs> no, I mean, y'all just intelligent individuals that I like surrounding myself with on a weekly basis. I don't know about intelligent. He doesn't know about intelligent. <laughs> he's the designated driver and producer of the program, Quad T. Hey. Meep, meep. <laughs> Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or always here on the Geek Show or on the Gadget Spot every other week with Owen Jaron and a secret guest. Is it secret before? It's usually secret until I figure out who it is. Oh. It's going to be me soon. <laughs> That's why it's a secret. It's a secret for me. I can't wait to be on that the show. The G Spot. Yep. He can't wait to be on that show. He's Shannon Barnes. I should be on every show. Oh, Lord. On all the shows. Yeah. But you know what show I'm really great on? What's that? The big, shiny, gig show, Pop Quiz. You can see that shit every fucking Wednesday night. Man, you ain't seen that? Fix your fucking life, man. Get down to Lucky 13, 830. Lucky 13, it's uh, on Wednesdays. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky 13, it's on 13. 100. South. Out of stars. I give it five out of stars. (laughs) I would agree. I was, I was talking about pub quizzes uh, just the other day and how lucky, maybe get them to do it. Or may, it might be illegal in Utah, but when you win, they actually pay your tab. What? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, in Atlanta, they used to do that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so you could, so you could get illegal. fucking nuts and like do like $250 tab or you get chicken nah, shit. But, nah, we just give crap. But what about the higher your tab goes, the less likely you are to answer correctly sometimes. You never know. That is, that is a risk. It, that's true. And also not if you have an egg on your team. Uh, I'd, I'd be saying it would be nice. Egg would just drink for free every week. I'd be like two hundred and fifty dollars worth of French fries. <laughs> they have booze that's vegan as fuck. Some of it is. Well, not the <laughs> not the bacon meister. No, can't have that. No, no definitely wait, not. That's a real beer. Yeah. That's a, no, it's a liqueur. Well, and that that pa, the pastrami schnapps. How about Jaeger? Right, <laughs> 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 mm. That's so fucking gross. Stanley, everybody. <laughs> not the, not the uh, as you pucker. You can't have oh. that either. Yeah. It's sour, but it tastes like as you. As you. And there's the Munster Porter. <laughs> I don't, that I don't. sounds kind of cheesy. No, it's extra yeasty. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Martin, everyone. Yeah. I just, I don't. He's done. He's yeah. like, God. <laughs> yeah. I love my mom. <laughs> Watch me on KSL, Big Blue Mouth Off. You can uh, listen to me on. Uh, I have to think about it now. So, uh, Geek Show and Mediocre Show and Read Me and Slug. Something's missing. Yes. <laughs> well, big sure. Movie Mouth Off on the TV. Yeah, that's like one of five. Oh. <laughs> no. 
It's taken me there. years, but I'm finally dismantling his empire. <laughs> one outlet at a time. <laughs> one by one. Man, All I have to do is convince them to stop paying their checks for two <laughs> years. You want to talk about a long game right there. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> He's been sneaking in uh, somebody's window and hypnotizing us. <laughs> what's, what's that fucker's name from uh, Green Lantern who started Blackest Night? Was it? Which guy? Uh, oh, the uh, the hand? No, the, the, the black... The, like Black Death or some shit. Ne- he started... Nah, Necro. Yeah, nah. yeah. So I'm like, that's remember that was name. a long play yeah, yeah, for Black. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah. my reference. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, that was a, oh, you that was a stretch. You no. it, but it, but it was a long play. It was, was a, it was a, a long very play. long play the, for a villain. Well, he went by the Black Hand. Yes, didn't he? yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, the Black Hand. Is he on Black Twitter? <laughs> I mean, Black Hands use Black Twitter, so. It was really cool listening to your guys' show. <laughs> he, he's on Black Twitter. He's Jay Whitaker. What's up? I got black hands. I played a long game. Um, yeah, you know what that reference is about. I don't. I think it's the black lantern. No, I'm, no, it means I'm just. You like to crochet? I know. I'm good at top golf. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty yeah. good. I, I, I've been going. It's fun. Um, uh, follow me on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram at it's Jay Whitaker. Uh, check me out. Uh, after you're done listening to Geek Show and Gadget Spot, listen to the Incredibly Vocal Minority Podcast, and then come see me at Wise Guys this weekend, April 6th and 7th. That's it. I should get a Patreon or a Kickstarter for because I got some projects, but I don't know. I'm, I have I have mixed emotions. I gotta pay rent, so I should get one too. I think you should uh, like go busking, what? but but instead of you know how you see musicians, yeah. On the street. So like at the oh, farmer's no. market. And like the got, farmer's market. Yeah, like the farmer's market. Where farmer's market starts where, out. Where you have a, a bucket and people put money in the bucket for music, you should tell jokes and have... You should be like... Why like, do people ride buses? <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with airline food? And then people would put a dollar in your bucket. <laughs> what was, what is Reese's Pieces? <laughs> E.T.'s favorite. <laughs> what? Why? How? All right. <clears throat> He hey. likes to go busking. Yeah, he's our host. I've never Carrie Car- Jackson. Is that how you got your job? Is Wait, hold on. No, no. I, I want to know now. What? Carrie Jackson. Jackson was with Jasmine. Um, if you were a busker, if I were yeah, to busk, yeah, you would put down your hat. What would you? Yes. Do? Yeah. What would? What would you do? How would you? What would you? What would, you're busking. Is that like a legitimate term? I for would. That? Yeah. yeah. Is it, is it, I didn't no, even know that was a term. Yeah, that's that's the term for when, when musicians bu- do that. They, they're busking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would. Uh, they I could would be like juggling or whatever. I too. would. Uh, I would have my 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 container out with money on it, and mm. and I would tell you what you're doing wrong. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Me, I was like, I would be like, I'm going to tell you why you're an asshole. <laughs> but but most most buskers are doing it to music. Yes. Yeah. But we we don't so play any. No, no, no. I think busking can extend to balloon animals. Sure. Only if they're musical. I well, will say according, this according to this, it's play music or otherwise perform yeah. for otherwise. voluntary donations. I otherwise would do uh, so that's that shit that on uh, Venice Beach. And, and, yeah. yeah, exactly. Greatest, like, just basically a street performer. The greatest busker that I've ever seen was at the farmer's market right on the corner near Cat's booth in, uh, was it Liberty Park? Is that right? Downtown? Anyway. Yeah. Pioneer. Busted out. There's was Pioneer. Uh, busted out a saxophone and started playing... Uh, Careless Whisper. Yeah. I was like, how in the fuck does he know that song? We immediately gave him 20 bucks. <laughs> See, it worked. My favorite busker's Busker Rhymes. Get the hell out of here. Get the fuck out of this room right now. <laughs> that was the sound of my you headphones are in, hitting you the are fucking in, table. Hey, You are on. grounded for fucking 15 minutes. Fucking Busker Rhymes. Yeah, so that's uh, following up from Busker Poindexter. He's trying to oh, no, you out too. <laughs> yeah. You guys are in timeout. And I love Busker Keaton.
Yeah. Shut good. the fuck up. As a film person, you fuck off right now. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to stand I, here while a house falls down around me and I um, land in a window. I was, I was at a job. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a job interview recently that I, I, I felt wasn't going well. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to get this fucking job. So fuck it. Let's just go. You know? And uh, one of the questions they asked me was, what special talents do you think you could bring to the sixth the water grade baller team challenge? here at mm-hmm. this uh, 7-Eleven? Mm-hmm. And I sat and I took a beat and I went, interpretive dance. I'm just great. <laughs> Huge. I, I'm amazing you really said at that? it. Uh, you really said I, that. I taught a whole division. <laughs> Do they tell uh, you to go sit next to Tony outside no. <laughs> for 15 minutes? <laughs> they just I got to see more for you, Shannon. <laughs> Anytime someone brings really? up hit the door, Buckster Brown. <laughs> Anytime somebody brings up interpretive dance, I always think of uh, the dude's landlord in Dan! Big Le- in Big Lebowski. Can you make it to my performance Thursday? Oh my oh, man, I guess man. I guess man. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. God bless Stanley. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Busker. I'm not sure how this table will receive this news. Can't be any worse than my jokes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fuck. Apparently, the reception is not so good here but, for those. But uh, last week, uh, Spielberg was out doing Ready Player One stuff. I, s- I saw him on a monitor. That I fucking smell hack. And <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and they ask him about Indiana Jones. Oh, I saw five. This. Yeah, fuck. Indiana Jones five. Mm-hmm. Which we're all just clamoring for. And here's what he said: I just hope Shia LaBeouf picks up the hat. He he says, it's always worth the trip when I get to work with this deep bench of talent coming out of the UK, the actors and the crew, the chippies, the sparks, the drivers, everybody who has helped me make my movies here. I will continue helping make my movies here when I come back in April of 2019 to make the fifth Indiana Jones movie here in London. Confirmation. He's like, except Shia LaBeouf. Fuck that crazy motherfucker. (laughs) Now. Just do it. How old is Harrison Ford going to be? 87. Two. When he starts shooting? <laughs> Wait, is he going to be in it? Do, do you know? 92. You're just saying numbers. 104. <laughs> I love Lamp. <laughs> Let me look him up. Let me look, 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 look up, up how old he is. But is he going to be in it? I think yeah. he's 84. Because yeah. that's, that's a year from now. Harrison Ford's been right. 69 for 15 years. I think. It's Indiana it Jones like it, yeah. and the Search for the Walker of Youth. I it it will be 76 bag. next year. 76. I feel like he's been that age for like, right. yeah. Yeah. a while. About 30 years. Now, Alexa. this one would be in the 60s, wouldn't it? Yeah. Now he, I, he's older than Tommy Lee Jones. Get off my plane. Wow. And but he, it didn't start out that way. Now he looks I, like a wrinkly old sack. Now, I said I didn't want old Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was okay. And we got him in Force Awakens. And made us cry, though. Huh? Made us cry. Mm-hmm. And he was he was fine. Yeah. But I'm just... And I, you know I love Indiana Jones. Right, but Indiana Jones needs to be able to run. He needs to be <laughs> able to do these things. Indiana? I did still, he could still run in 2015. So... Here's here's yeah. here's a tough one. Just don't let him fly a plane. Like so a technically, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles <laughs> is canonical. That's what they say. It's canon, right? That's so what now they say. that was now, the TV show, right? Yeah. Okay. Now there are several. Does terrible- that mean that Young Indiana Jones died in front of the Viper Room? That means that <laughs> there were there were several episodes of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles where um, his granddaughter would come to visit him in the old folks' home. Yeah. The show was made in 1991. So if this next episode and he's seventy six and it takes place in the sixties, that's not right. That means they can't kill Indiana Jones in any of the upcoming movies without rewriting canon 
for this terrible ABC television series. <laughs> it wasn't so terrible sometimes, but their wraparound segments were horrible. It was mostly, yeah, horrible. Yeah. I think um, you're one of seven people who would actually give a shit. Well, well me, and no, Brian, no, me and Brian Young are going to riot, man. It's, Fuck that. The internet now? <sighs> yeah. I mean, seriously, um, it's going to be me and three Antifa guys and uh, you know, I a just, waiter. Here's the thing, though. They killed Indiana Jones because he's white. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying Indiana? You need to focus on his black. This is his black. I also say Draclia. Yeah, so, true. Indiana Jones got a half black brother named Illinois Jackson. See, I thought you were focused on him. I thought you'd be just rude to Native Americans. Me and some Indiana. Me and some fucking Romanian busker and Stanley's dog and Shannon. We're gonna. <laughs> We're gonna go riot. Y'all don't fuck with Illinois Jackson. Cool. I just, I just want them He's to just. Brother. I just want them to recast. I, yeah. I, I want them yeah. to find like James Bond. Find me the next Indiana Jones. I agree. Crap. I mean, you I know think- what they should do? They should cast his great great grandson and set it in the future. Oh, as a toddler. As no. <laughs> Still an adult. <laughs> I think after the gravitas he showed in Pacific Rim Uprising, they should have Charlie Day do it. Oh, Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> so good. I like it. I thought it was good. Oscars, watch out. <laughs> oh, so you're talking about for the villain? Mm. No, oh. in, no, for no, Indiana I, I Jones. Could, I could see Charlie Day playing Hitler. It'd just be fantastic. <laughs> no. <laughs> it really should be. Yeah, di- Jordan! It should really be Danny hey DeVito. Um, hey. yeah, yeah. Danny DeVito. Are you guys like sick of these Jews? He's like gonna be I as, am. He's going to be about as convincing as Woody Allen's James Bond in Casino Royale. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Tammy Bond. Well, no, all right, I know, all right. I'm saying I'm campaigning for well, Charlie Day as Indiana Jones. Okay, <laughs> well, no, for real though. Seriously, yes. Uh-huh. We're recast. All right, we've got the chance to recast and. Who are, we ca- who are we casting as Indiana Jones? Who could do it? I, Chris Pratt was the first name. That I'm out. sick of Chris Pratt. But it seems too, it seems too predictable. I vote for Sean Bean. <laughs> They'll just die in the first movie. Well, then that means we only got to watch one of them. Months. To be honest, though, he he casts Sean Bean in everything. Well, yeah, well, because then yeah. you don't get a franchise. I like Sean yeah. Bean. It's cheaper. <laughs> I I would go with uh, I would go with Jude Law. I'm gonna go with Raven Simone. Well, Shut that's up. an odd choice. <laughs> I think it sounds legitimate. Um, um, Chewbacca. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the kid from the Magicians. Which one, Quentin? What? No, Elliot. Elliot? Yeah. He's yeah, a damn I good actor. See that? Yeah, yeah. And he's got a good singing voice, which is important when you're playing Indiana Jones. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I well, can't. If Chris Evans isn't Evans, really? Evans no, will be no, good. No, I take that back. Well, he's better. You than know Pratt. what? I, I, my buddy needs some work. Vern Troyer. Vern, your buddy yeah. Vern. Yeah. <laughs> Why not just Danny McBride? He, wasn't, he couldn't be Crocodile Dundee Jr. Why can't yeah, it be Indiana Jones? Danny McBride would be funny. I don't get Danny I mean, McBride. Just, you know, I all you it. don't? I don't get him. He's my fucking spirit animal. Did you watch Eastbound and Down? Huh? Did you watch Eastbound and Down? I, I tried. I he's my fucking funny. spirit animal. You just got to plow through it. That's racist. <laughs> what? What? Huh? I missed something. Spirit right. animal. It's um, racist. Oh, okay. Don't say it. All right. Bad, bad form. A couple of weeks ago. A couple, couple okay. of weeks ago, I got a text from our friend Z. Agency. Yeah. Agency. Hey, Z. Oh, hold on a second. I need to fix something. Right. I wasn't saying you're a racist. It's okay, okay. I still love you. <laughs> I'll always love you. I'll cherish you. Okay, agency. I mean, even agency. if I was racist? And, uh, it was a racist statement. And he told me about this before it was officially announced. And uh, now it's been officially announced. Uh, Disney Parks. Remember how we told you if you enjoy Bugland in Disneyland and oh, California Adventure to get there. Yeah. Don't go with the broken tailbone. Yeah. They they announced <laughs> it. They're ripping that shit out, man. 
They're they're just yeah. ripping it right out. All the Bugs Life stuff. <laughs> right in front of all the kids too. Yep. They're Where? gonna, they're <laughs> gonna stomp. <laughs> hey gonna kid, stomp. did you yeah. like that, Heimlich? That, yeah, that He's big. Out I was gonna say that big fat German caterpillar. You're like, oh, God oh. help me! <laughs> oh my, oh my tender vitals. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Listen, Betty. Mm. They're they're ripping all of that out and they're putting Marvel stuff in there. And uh, they've announced uh, for three parks uh, what they're going to be doing. Uh, three new areas developed in partnership with Marvel. Uh, going to be located at uh, California Adventure. Isn't that like saying developed in partnership with yourself? It's like masturbation. <laughs> yeah, it's just different divisions. <laughs> my, my favorite, right. my favorite, favorite is By the way, this is the longest and most informative text I've ever heard of. I know, right? <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> oh, my, hey, my favorite, how'd you print out a text? He's, wor- he's my, wordy. My very favorite ride, though, because he sent me the information on this. It's a little kiosk where people can bring... Random dogs up to Stan Lee to see if it's his. <laughs> I don't think that's mine. Oh. That's not Miss Lion. Are you Jim Brown? Here's one thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that one's mine. <laughs> I like agency. Cool. Uh, yeah, uh, Disneyland Paris and Hong Kong Disneyland Disneyland uh, Resort attraction, California Adventure, uh, said to open by 2020. Uh, next to the space uh, occupied by the Bugs Land attractions, by the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which is there now, and then some space behind it mm. as well. So they're going to be doing some stuff there. Mm. They're not saying what in any of these cases, but uh, Disneyland Paris will include a reimagined attraction where riders team up with Iron Man and their favorite Avengers on a uh, hyperkinetic adventure, it says, slated to open in 2020. That sounds tiring. Uh, Disneyland Paris. <laughs> Disneyland Paris, currently, they host Marvel Summer of Superheroes, June 10th to September 30th. But uh, yeah, but what happens when Captain Fromage finally runs out of cheese? I don't know. But, a, but Hong Kong what, Disneyland. What, what happens when Batrock the Leaper shows up? They all just give up. The true hero of France is Sorry, was that racist? The leap. Uh, and in uh, Hong Kong is a, a new themed area that will include an Ant-Man and the Wasp attraction. Hmm. Is that because... Joining don't, the- don't, what? don't, don't. I didn't say anything. Hold on, That's racist. What was he going to do? Uh, I thought he was going to do something with the Wasp and the, like, huh? the, the flu or something. No, no, no. I, I was going to say, do they have an Ant-Man and Wasp ride because everyone's so short in Asia. That's uh, a, I knew oh, it. See, God damn it. That yeah. was sort of racist. That was, that that was, was very. Yeah. It really was. It was I'm glad I'm not going to hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen several basketball players that you were You should have just very, stuck very to Busker Rhymes. Oh. Yeah, stick to that. Uh, but what? anyway, uh, an Ant-Man and the Wasp I attraction. That was more heightist. Joining. <laughs> of course you would. Heightist? Fucking Yao Ming is seven foot four. There's an exception to every rule. Wait, the guy that plays the cello is that tall? Wow. <laughs> That's Yo-Yo Ma. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Seven foot tall cellist Yo-Yo Ming. And, and it's a woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo-Yo Ma's Oh, no, man. I'm thinking of uh, uh, Yoko dude. Ono. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh sure. Was it because they all look the same? Yeah, no, we just want to. It's, no. it's, it's yeah. the Y okay, part. It's, all right, you guys, you guys, you guys. <laughs> Chill, folks. Yoko, Yoko like, Ming. I'm just going to put the no, story one's... away so this doesn't get more fucked up and racist. All right. But I do have a question. Fuck. This, I do have a question. Like, uh, I mean, anything goes right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm surprised. I mean, yeah, they're ripping up all those rides out of fucking California Adventure and all that shit. But uh, there's a movie that's like the highest grossing movie in the United States. Is there going to be a Wakanda area? That's what I'm saying. Like, if, well, I, if I'm smart. 
Well, that's and that's what I said back to him. I said, you better have some Black Panther shit in there. And yeah. he goes, well, we currently have a meet and greet, and it's like an hour-long wait for it. I'm like, more than that. Yeah, yeah for sure. You've got to do something. And it's got to be better than T'Challa standing on top of the hippo in the jungle ride. Yeah. Exactly. I want to see uh, <laughs> I want, I want to see something. That's what they should do. They what should change the... <laughs> I want, to see something that, right. I want to see something that incorporates uh, his sister's lab. That's yeah. what I want to see. Yeah, like Ashuri's lab would be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds like learning. I don't want to go for that. Ladies and gentlemen, up on the right on the jungle round, you'll see a ferocious hippo and the king of Wakanda, T'Challa. <laughs> Wakanda forever. And you'll also see a really bummed out Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be kind of cool, though, on the jungle ride if he was, like, running through it? You know, just occasionally would pop up, you know? Because it's in a circle, you know? I mean, yeah, he, yeah. Could, he could be in the middle of that thing and, and just occasionally kind of just be, you know, <laughs> kind of there. You, you come know? around the hey, corner. You come around just the... want to say hi. I got to go back and do some more uh, government shit. You come around you know the corner you know? after the elephant spray and the... The, the actor wasn't ready for you. He's just kind of doubled over, breathing heavy from running through the whole damn drive. <laughs> all the all the all the animals are armored now. Nah, I think I think the, I think they should put Killmonger in the ride if, if they're going to do it in Jungle Book. I think that would be uh, you can't do that. That would be just fine. He mm-hmm. did. Like no, he lied. No, they should just have uh, Real Michael. Fast. No, they should have Michael B. Jordan on the boat, just giving you a lecture about social injustice. There you go. I would love that. No <laughs> shit. No shit. <laughs> what? Do you think Killmonger's alive? 100%. Really? 100%. I had a huge argument with the other day with a friend. I think he's dead. I think he's alive. Don't you think, you think what your he, friend's dead? Don't you think he, what he said, he like, I don't want to be alive. This is bullshit. I think he has some problematic issues with women. Well, one. <laughs> all right, well, yeah. real quick, real quick, he's been brought back to life twice in the comics. And yeah. so, yeah, like, two I mean, or three times. Yeah. Right? And so... Um, and then he took the 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 strength of the black. But he took the he took the. He herb. did take that shit. He, yeah. did, he did take, take that, that herb. herb. He did, you guys. He but did. he also <laughs> fucked him up pretty bad. Yeah, but he hit that herb. I mean, but so, but but that's the thing. My, uh, T'Challa, my man got fucked up in the first part of the movie. Like we thought that shit was about to be a twenty minute clip. Yeah. Yep. Like it was it was because he got fucking hit in his. I'm sure that went. If it missed his heart, it was really, really fucking close to it. And so, <laughs> he, I mean, he, he could be alive. Yeah, yeah. And so, Killmonger got stabbed in a similar place. Yeah. And so that, that that's the only. And then, as he buried him in the la- and like as they pan out, he buried him like like this, like he's going underneath. Yeah. So when because oh. when they dig when they dig the little burial, you they bury you <laughs> with that little herb and they the herb. But don't you oh, think there's like, no more herb when he said when he. You know, assumptively died. Oh yeah, when he buried me in bondage and all. That, yeah, that, I Don't mean, you that's would demean kind of what he said. I agree. To, to I, but it's, it's. But they brought back Coulson too, so hmm, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, I mean, that 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 is that is the one. I thought it was one of the most powerful lines of dialogue in I the agree. whole movie. I agree. And to bring him back, I just be like, made me cry like a baby. Yeah, you know, I, know. I, I I feel like he is still alive, but. Uh, cause, yeah, because if they bring him back, it's like, well, fuck, dude. I had a great speech. Now, like, fuck. Well, it's like the whole, we've had this argument before about the importance of the death of Agent Coulson. Yeah. But he didn't die. Yeah. That was important at that point to bring the Avengers together. Which you, I didn't you like. You had to do that. I didn't like them bringing him back either. Uh, no. I, th- I thought it, it took away from that whole emotional arc. And there. now they're killing him again. And and, and they're sa- they say they're killing him again. I don't hmm. know. But... Yeah, so it could be that ratings are killing them. I think I think I think that show's great. It's so oh, it's, good! Right I now. used to hate it so it's fucking fantastic. Bad. Yeah, I watch it every week, excited for every episode. I think Killmonger's still alive, <laughs> and <laughs> they brought him back to life with the Soul Stone because it's in Wakanda. <laughs> 
because because that's, so- that's where the soul stone is Fuck! i mean the final battle scene was on a literal oh, underground oh, railroad geez, oh, it was God. literally an <laughs> underground railroad Tell me I'm wrong. It doesn't get any more soulful than that. No, you're right. <laughs> like, there's so many fucking layers to this movie. Yeah, <laughs> you just now fucking figured it, it out. Isn't no, it, isn't we, it, we figured it out when you texted it 15 yeah. times. But isn't oh, yeah. it a little on the nose that it's the soul stone in Wakanda? <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 all right, I po- get I, delivered by the soul plane. I posted. I, post- <laughs> I mean, why can't? No, it's, it's a soul train. Yeah, soul train. Soul train. Is there gonna be a scene? No, it got d- delivered originally by the soul plane that hopped on the soul train. Oh my god! Is there gonna be a scene when when Thanos realizes he's wrong? It's not the soul stone. It's the funk stone. Yeah. And Parliament oh, no. comes down from a spaceship to deliver it. Parliament. Yeah. And no. that's who kills him. Is George Clinton? George Clinton's so like fucking cool. Mm, it's I not. Be there. It's Africa. They don't. It's not. It's not the soul plane in the sky. It's the soul savanna plane. The savanna plane. Oh, P L A I N. See that? That's that's a good. That's yeah. fuck you, Busker Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> what did Busker Rhymes ever do to you? Yeah. No, like he's sitting there with his banjo going. I'm just. Ding, 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 and I'm yeah, sorry. Give it to you. Next to a I'm, seven foot tall chalice. I'm sorry. Okay. I, and I'll, I, I will, I will bring, quickly bring this up. Yeah, then we're gonna take a break. You, I mean, Carrie, you always tell us to not make the movie up in our own head. Exactly. And, and, I, and it's just it, we could do it after. That's what we're doing. I know, and, it, and it, but it's just like I, I think it's it, it's it's troubling. It's mm-hmm. troubling because because. And I don't, I don't speak for my entire culture, but I could definitely... I, no, I disagree, you do. Shut up. <laughs> but I mean, like, <laughs> it's just like, you show us a movie, Black Panther, mm. and then you know that there's one stone left. You just, you can't help. Like, if we just find out that it's hiding... Like, I, I tweeted this, like, if I find out that it's in a tool shed in Ozark, Missouri, where fucking Hawkeye is hiding out <laughs> while he takes his kid to soccer practice or some shit... And it's just the soul stone is there. I'm gonna be pissed. I'm just gonna be pissed. The only the only acceptable thing that I would I could allow, and even I still don't like it, is well, if you, Iron you Man. You can't allow anything. You're not in charge. Is of if anybody. Iron Man has, he's got the soul stone. Well, I, why would Thanos be attacking Wakanda? He he he's got to be. Soul stone is the soul stone's encased in vibranium in that mountain. I it's, agree. It's got to be. It's got to be. I mean, I already wrote this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to like. Carrie can't tell me what to do. That's right. I, but, uh, but honestly, I also there's this weird. I, this is way in the woods, but I mean, uh-huh. I think you know, Killmonger is the essence of the Soul Stone. Because do you love Killmonger? Is do yeah. You, do you want to marry Killmonger? Actually, I, yeah, I, I actually do. Lee, I actually love Killmonger. Well, I know you do. The, I know you the do. majority of the majority of of people that that saw Black Panther loved Killmonger. He yeah, was probably the best Marvel villain, but he represents he's. He represents African American frustration. In oh, the, he does. He, in, he his, does. in its purest form. Yeah, in its yeah. purest form. No, he's he was a very well realized character. Yeah, like, like I, I said, said only, I fucking the only love that the man. only objection I had to Killmonger is is his uh, treatment of black women, violence towards black women. Yeah. Was that was, was my only objection? Yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. but what? Yeah, what a what a beautifully realized character. So he also did. <laughs> he did. He, see, you know what? You know what it is. D- I get it. Kill, D- Killmonger's got Tupac D- syndrome. Yeah, we can't let him go. We can't, can't yeah. let him but go. That's, that's, uh, that's, Can I tell you how I know that he really loves Killmonger? How do you know? When he was talking about him, he did this. 
He put his chin on both on his, of his on his hands. It, like oh. he was like talking to his friends at a sleepover. It's like just oh my god, you Who guys. Do you like more Killmonger. Eric, or Eric Killmonger looked at me today. <laughs> What's that? Who do you like more, T'Challa or Killmonger? Uh, um, T'Challa's well. an imperialist. Yeah, and there's some issues with that. Yeah, there, there's I have I have my issues with T'Challa. I yeah. mean, like, and T'Challa has issues with T'Challa. Yeah. By the end of the movie, <laughs> yeah. he knows he's wrong. So, I mean, that's true. Killmon- well, Killmonger's my guy. Marvel, Marvel, damn went, movies are hard. Marvel now. went two for two with villains this year yeah. or last year. Yeah, uh, between to, between I think Hella was was, Hella was incredible, fantastic. Yeah, she was as villains cool. go. Yeah, um, and you know, th- thorough story arc. There wasn't any there wasn't any chumping out at the last minute for her character. So. I didn't like that movie. It was too funny. <laughs> Sorry about that, Carrie. No, it's fine. I'll tell you what, if they kill Korg, I'm <laughs> so fucking mad. You're going to riot. You don't want to kill Korg? No. Yeah, he's got a huge following. Piss off, Ghost. He's still alive? Yeah. No, Korg is very hey, much alive. Hey, this purple guy seems pretty fucking pissed. <laughs> I don't know. There's, a, there's, an entire, there's an entire special feature on the on the Thor Ragnarok uh, Blu-ray of Taika Waititi interviewing himself oh my God. and talking about his uh, directing prowess, especially when it comes to directing Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hilarious. I, I think Korg might get fucked up. I, no, I think he's dead. In, if, in Infinity War. Well, Melch is dead. Who? Melch. I accidentally sat on Melch. I stepped no, on Melch. Yeah. Meek. 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 Yeah. Sorry, Melch is a different Melch. character from a different movie. He's got he's got knife. <laughs> got knives for hands. Hey, oh, that's pretty okay. No, Meek isn't dead. It's look. A, I look. He's awake. It's a second. It's a second. Second it's best so part. Weird. I was watching some shit from uh, what happened. Uh, we who live in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so watching weird. him talk and like, it's it, for some part. reason it was on Facebook and they were the thing where all the vampires are getting dressed and it's like none of them have. Um, uh, reflections, so they're all drawing pictures of each other. Yeah. This is how you look. He's oh, like, no. oh, no. no. If you have not that seen show. We oh. Who Live in the Shadows. It's what we do in the what shadows. What we do in the shadows. Oh. And love that Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Fix it. Yeah. I right always say, uh, at Sundance, like, press screenings, the critics are the most boring people in the world. I felt like an asshole because I was laughing hysterically in that theater and no one else was laughing. Oh, God, it's so fucking funny. Go Mm -hmm. fuck yourself. This is amazing. I watched it twice in a row because I was laughing so hard and I missed. (laughs) We're werewolves, not swearwolves. All right, we got uh, Broken News next and then uh, we will be back after Broken News. After After these messages, messages, we'll be right back. Bye, new Doug. Cabin fever with everything from gifts, puzzles, books, playing cards, retro candy and lunch boxes, and a whole lot more. They're currently stocking their shelves with steampunk figures, the original Kit Kat kitschy clocks from yesteryear, coffee table books guaranteed to turn an eye and entertain your quirky guests. All of these gifts, along with the wrap ribbon and greeting cards to go with them, stop by Cabin Fever and tell them Geek Show says hey. Cabin Fever located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. So much more than a card store. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Black Velvet Boutique, they've got a special happening right now until the 8th of April, just for Geek Show listeners. Go in today, mention Geek Show, and you will receive 30% off lingerie. That's 30% off all lingerie. Until the 8th of April, you got to tell them Geek Show sent you, all right? They're open seven days a week at 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Don and Leah. Locally owned and operated. 
a sexual wellness resource, Black Velvet Boutique. And when it comes to your sexual partner, like any healthy relationship, communication is key. Listen to them. Encourage them to share their sexual needs and desires. But at the same time, don't forget to share your needs as well. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get to your most confident, sexy self. And you can enjoy the best parts of being an adult with intimate bedroom toys and lingerie from Black Velvet Boutique. And remember, inventory reduction time. Visit them now through the 8th of April. Mention Geek Show, and you'll receive 30% off all lingerie. Open seven days a week at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. It's Black Velvet Boutique. Broken news, welcome to it. And uh, the episode is Pastrami Schnapps. That's hard to say. Yeah. Pastrami Schnapps. Mm. And we'll get back to it in a moment. Uh, but first, we got to do some broken news. Joining me for broken news, Shannon Brunson. That's it. We're the only two godless heathens that would get together on well, Easter. Yeah, we record this part on, on Easter Sunday. And, you know, as you know, I celebrate Easter by eating rabbit. Uh, it's <laughs> Are you guys, do you really? I've done, I did it a few years in a row. I, it just got harder to get a good fresh rabbit, and so I gave up. And now I do lamb. Oh, okay. Because you know it's it's in the same vein, kind of. I'm not gonna do a fucking thing. I, I don't, don't blame you. I don't blame you. Mm. <laughs> I'm actually just celebrating that uh, April Fool's Day is on a Sunday. Ugh. So I don't have to deal with uh, the sev. Oh yes, and I don't have to deal with fucking morning show. Ugh. Oh, there's nothing worse than DJs who do April Fools, and I know because I've done them. <laughs> no, no, there's something worse. <laughs> there is. Yeah, a bunch of kids trying to do April Fool shit. <laughs> They're terrible at it. <laughs> I'm always just like, it's not even funny, stupid. <laughs> Was it a trick? Uh, you know, this is kind of a preview of, of the of the podcast that we talked about doing. Two old divas. It is. Uh, <laughs> ah, here's another thing that fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to it here. I, well, it, it, I got the box office here. Okay. And, uh, of course, it's Ready Player One. That's what it's all finally. about. Yeah. Un- finally unseated the Black Panther? Uh, well, last week, actually, oh. uh, Black Panther was unseated by uh, Pacific Rim 2. Uh, oh. Just ever so briefly. But following up on that, since you brought up Black Panther, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let, you, let you in on this. Black Panther just beat Avengers to become the highest-grossing superhero movie in U.S. box office history. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it? Right. I mean, like, it's Black Panther, man. I, you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> there, was a, there was this guy who, uh, who turned me on to this YouTube video. I, I can't remember the name of the guy, but he's one of these right-wing alt guys, you know, these racists, essentially. And, and he's, doing, he's doing this video. He's sitting in, in front of his camera phone. Uh, and this was... This was a month or so before Black Panther opened, yeah. and he's and he's breaking it down for you about how it's going to be a failure, and here's why. Mm-hmm. And he starts breaking it down to you know there's only so many black people in the nation, and how many of them are Marvel fans and things like that. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, did you see Civil War? He's in it, right. okay? Uh, you know we don't care. <laughs> yeah, we're going. <laughs> But he broke it down about how it's going to be a, a disaster, just a disaster. And I just wanted to send him this story about how, again, highest grossing superhero movie in U.S. box office history. Uh, so there you go. Uh, it's I, just crazy, though, because, like, you know, as long as we've read comic books 
All forever, our lives, yeah. right? And he's always been kind of a background character. Well, yeah. Know? I mean, he, he led the Avengers for a while. He joined the Fantastic Four for That's a while, true. I thought. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I mean, he managed to have uh, his own title uh, here and there. And, and it's and that, I, that I Christopher Priest yeah, title was great. It yeah. was. And the, the recent one with, uh, I, I always say his name wrong, Ta-Nisi Coates, uh-huh. who wrote it. Uh, that was, boy, you're just going to see the movie. You'd go like, oh, that's that stuff that he wrote. It, yeah. That's that movie, you know, essentially. Um, a lot deeper than that, clearly. But uh, it, it was so good. But, yeah, if you'd have told me, again, you know. Well, plus it's just a good movie yeah again if you if you'd have stopped you know 15 year old carrie jackson in the street <laughs> and said i seen the future and it goes like this i'd say you're full of shit what you know <laughs> so i just think it's great but anyway uh, ready player one um has uh, won uh, the box office this weekend it grossed 41.2 mil scoring the holiday weekend's biggest opening ever for a non-sequel okay okay um, that brings the movie's four-day uh, haul to a better-than-expected 53.2 mil, uh, launching on Thursday. Uh, it's still, it, it says here the verdict out as to whether it'll make money because it cost $175 million to make before marketing. <laughs> Jesus. But then look at the overseas numbers. $128 million, uh, fueled by a 61.7 mil from China alone. Okay. Glo- global debut of 181.2 mil. Uh, it is the biggest Chinese launch in Warner Brothers history. It surpassed Batman v. Justice, Don, uh, Batman v. I think, Superman. And this could be one of those, like, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. But this is one of those ones where people are like, oh, I got to go back and watch it again so I can see everything. Yeah, apparently that's you the know? case. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's going to be just fine. It's going to do just fine. Uh, and and I, f- I found this out about it. The movie marks Spielberg's biggest domestic bow since Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. 100.1 mil. That was a decade ago. Yeah. Uh, helping to... Really? Uh, that was 10 yeah, years it ago? It was a decade ago because the, uh, the BFG failed to resonate. Which is you know, odd. That was such a great movie. Did you like it? Uh-huh. Okay. Because it opened at 18.8 mil. Uh, it secured the second best opening of the year uh, behind Black Panther. It's also the best uh, number for an original film for, for, uh, from Spielberg since Jurassic Park. Hmm. Uh, 47 million in 1993, not adjusted for inflation. So uh, there I you still, go. I love that movie so much because it broke up that one relationship. I, was... I remember. <laughs> Shannon and I went, and we shouldn't have. What's up? Shannon, Shannon should have went with her instead of me, and that was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> That was good because I wanted to break up anyway. I still laugh about that movie because when that fucking T Rex comes in and you were kicking the front of your seat, going "Nah, nah," it was great. It was scary back then. It was. Uh, let's see uh, uh, the other uh, holdovers. Uh, Black Panther was uh, uh, in its seventh weekend, came in number three with eleven point two mil for domestic. Uh, what was number two? That still that that turd Pacific uh, Rim. Pacific Rim, yeah, I believe so. Turd. Oh, no, no. It tumbled 67% to uh, 99.2 mil. Yeah. Huh. I can't find the t- number three. Oh, oh, well. Anyway, there you go. So there's, uh, there's that. It's, it's doing well. All right. Uh, let's see. Did you, uh, you hear, hear about this Donald Glover yeah. Deadpool thing? Uh-huh. In case, in case you all listening who haven't, because uh, we told you last week that, that they 
killed the Deadpool animated series altogether, and it was stated over creative differences. Yeah. And that was the only statement we got, but we just knew that nobody was getting along. Well, I guess somebody at either Marvel or someplace maybe have offhandedly said somewhere in the press, well, Donald Glover's so busy. You know, he's so yeah. busy. He's got all these projects. He doesn't have time to work on an animated series because they take so long. And right. you know, Well, when he heard that, he like overnight wrote a script for yeah. an episode of the animated series. Right. And he, he put it out on his Twitter. I, I don't know if it's still there. I thought I heard he took it down, but you can look for it because I read it. Uh-huh. I read the whole goddamn thing. And if he if he did in fact, and I believe he did, wrote that, that in guy's one night. A kind of a genius. He is a fucking genius yeah. and should be writing every goddamn thing out there. <laughs> because he that was so funny. Yeah. F- try to find it online and read it. It was just hilarious. So anyway, he's for the record, I wasn't too busy to work on Deadpool, he wrote. And then he set out in this series of tweets the pages from an episode called Finale. Yeah. All right. Uh, because of this, uh, so he, he wrote this, <laughs> here are just some of the highlights. Like I said, I encourage you to go out and read it. Uh, but, uh, Deadpool is in Africa protecting the world's last male Northern white rhino, Sudan. And he died just a few days yeah. ago. So that's, that's how you know that he just, he whipped this sucker right out because right. it was topical. Uh, wondering aloud why his animated series was canceled. Deadpool says to Sudan, What? The Marvel stuff I said in it? Because, see, he's talking to the rhino. The rhino's not talking back, obviously. He's just talking at the rhino. Right. What? The Marvel stuff I said in it? All I said was, Marvel is trying to sell toys to seven-year-old boys and 50-year-old pedophiles. (laughs) Great line. Yeah. What a funny fucking line. Uh, Admitting that it might not... Also, he says in the the script, he he admits that it might not be a good time to have a violent, gun-loving white man ranting on TV... He then asks aloud, do you think they canceled the show because of racism? All the writers were black. All the references were pretty black, too. I heard they went over the lunch budget ordering Jamaican food at least once a week. <laughs> later, oh, the, no. and, then, and then later the character sums it up. He sums it up exactly, and this is what I think really happened. It just feels like everyone wants something different, but no one wants to do anything different to get it. Doesn't Marvel have enough feel-good minority shows everyone supports but doesn't watch? I mean, I think our show would have been funny. I just wanted a place to be honest. And I guess that place is Freeform. Oh. So it's just kind of a middle finger to all the people involved in killing this show. Which is a tragedy, I I think. I read an odd thing Mm -hmm. that the final straw was um, Taylor Swift. What? That there was like a... um, an episode that was all about Taylor Swift and the, it was like the, they wanted to kill that episode. And I guess that was kind of just finally the final straw. Right. It was about, cause it was about Taylor Swift. Yeah. They were afraid they were going to get sued or just the way she was talked about in it and stuff or portrayed. She's a public figure. Yeah. She, uh, she does not hold up to those sort of things in parodies. Right. So, um, so that wouldn't, it, it, I'm not a lawyer and I can tell you that because yeah. I've done that. Right. <laughs> I didn't see the Taylor Swift stuff, so I'll have to look into that and see if that's for reals or not. Uh, let's see. Uh, the other thing is, um, so it was announced a few weeks ago and I told everybody about it, that uh, the X-Men Dark Phoenix mm-hmm. moving from November 2nd, 2018, pushed to February 14, 2019. 
And, ah. and the film, uh, the film company, uh, Fox, was just like, no, this is good. This is good because, uh, you know, that's such a great place to launch your superhero shows because that was Black Panther and Deadpool's yeah. month. And this is, this is good for this show. It's it, actually the truth of the matter is, is that they had some major, some major third act problems, apparently. And they're not only doing reshoots, but rewriting. Well, that's always a good sign. So, yeah, that's your. And, and do you need to tell this story again? It's the whole Dark Phoenix yeah. thing. I mean, I mean, they kind of bungled it in, in, in the so huge, say, a, huge Ackman version. Yeah, I don't think that's ever been told. <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> you know what I mean? Except in the comics. In the see. comics, yeah. I see. Okay, well, maybe they're trying to get it right, but apparently we're having some problems. Think they're going to go to the moon? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I That could be part of the problem. Yeah. Anyway, so... Yeah, you're going to be waiting for your uh, next X-Men movie. And um, Is Wolverine in it? No. Oh, okay. No. All the rest of them are. You know, your young Cyclops and your Beasts and your oh, Xavier okay. and, you know. Yeah. I always thought he was kind of an integral part of the story. But what do I know? Yeah, just, I'm not your X-Men expert. Just Wolverine. Yeah, you know. Uh, let's see now, uh, the Aquaman movie. Of course, the DC fanboys get nervous because they haven't seen any footage. So they yeah. so they start spreading rumors because it's something you love. Why not destroy it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the rumors were, well, it must must be trouble. Must be trouble if we haven't seen anything yet. So the director James Wan he stepped up and he said, uh, "Listen, here's the deal. Uh, the reason you haven't seen any footage is that's my fault. It was not supposed to be released this weekend and pulled at the last minute. None of that shit happened. It's my fault because I'm not ready to share." This movie is filled with VFX, and the process is slow and laborious. Uh, the shots for the trailers take forever to do. I refuse to put anything that might be construed as subpar, because yeah. that's the other thing that they do, is well, when you put out a trailer and the effects aren't finished yet, people bitch about the effects. Any movie yeah. that involves a lot of water and that's the thing. is always hard to yeah, make. It's, like, it's the underwater VFX that's yeah. the problem. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, because if they, so if they heard and put something out and it looked even slightly bad. Yeah. It's going to get savaged because it's a DC movie for one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's that. Uh, Let's see. uh, This lock and key pilot, it's having so much trouble. I think this is a doomed property. It might be because Hulu said, yeah, we want to, here, make a pilot. And they made the pilot. And Hulu then said, nah. (laughs) No. Nah, we're fine. Uh, we, we're not interested. You can uh, just take it. Just, you, uh, you, you can have that. You can have that. <laughs> I'm sure Netflix will buy it. Well, who knows? Um, uh, Hulu executives, including the new chief content officer, Joel Stillerman, who, I mean, he launched Walking Dead and, and all that yeah. stuff. They greenlighted the pilot. They wanted to pick up the project. But the new CEO, Randy Freer, who joined in October, had final say and said, no, we're yeah. not going to do it. Don't like it. So it's it's a comic book. In case you haven't heard of it, uh, it's a uh, it's a Joe Hill graphic novel, right? It's no, it, a, no, it was a series. It was a series. Uh-huh. Okay, Stephen King's kid. Stephen King's kid. And so, and it's and it was good, man. And it, I hear I heard it was a very good yeah, comic. Me and Jeffy loved the shit out of that comic. But uh, Hulu's not commenting any further. So WME came in. The agency teamed with IDW, set up screenings for the pilot for multiple outlets. Um, they took it to South by Southwest. It's being shopped to Amazon, Netflix, everybody. So who knows? 
Who knows what'll happen? It's just kind of shitty well, if, of that shitty of that new guy to do that. If Netflix doesn't buy it, it must be terrible. Because <laughs> they'll buy anything. <laughs> they'll buy anything. <laughs> uh, let's see. A um, couple of final things here. We got uh, announced that uh, Colin Trevorrow is coming back to Jurassic World. He did the first Jurassic World. He didn't do the one that's coming out here in June. June. Yeah. And uh, but they're getting ready for another one after that, and he's going to direct it. So there you go. Mm, okay. All right. Great. Yeah, that's fine. It's it's kind of weird because. Well, no, Jurassic World isn't in that same ballpark as as Star Wars and those guys, is it? It just seems like Disney owns everything. I thought maybe it was <laughs> because you know because he was kicked off of the Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, you know, okay. Said, well, you, you know, you're not going to do it. J.J. Abrams will do it. So now he's doing that one. So they're okay with that. And finally, this I kind of wish Lee was here because he remembers this character. Um, so the guy who wrote. Ready Player One, Zach Penn, mm-hmm. who's written a lot of stuff. He is been he has been handed Rom the Space Knight. Shut the fuck! I know Rom the Space Knight. Of course you do. Yeah, it's that AllSpark Pictures Paramount. They own all those toys. Uh-huh. <laughs> they said, "Here, do something with Rom the Space Knight." And, oh, and he's like, "Okay, I'd be happy to." Rom the Space Knight. Google image it right now. <laughs> Rom Space Knight toy. Specifically, yeah. uh-huh. toy because there was a comic book for Marvel for a long time. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was a long time, maybe a couple of years, but no, it's around for a while. Was it? Yeah. Okay. But but Google image Rom Space Knight toy because that's where it started. I, it, wanted, I didn't have one, but I wanted one. Every so bad. yeah, every kid of a certain generation wanted that toy so bad. Yeah. Here's the thing, I finally got to play with one. It's a piece of shit. Piece of shit. Lame <laughs> as hell. Right, was, because it didn't have any, it just had four. It just made noise, and yeah. it, you know, it just kind of, it just didn't, it looked great. <laughs> yeah. It was a great looking toy. But, uh, so there you go. Uh, he's going well, to. Well, finally. He's going to adapt Rom the Space Knight. You know who loves Rom is Charlie, my friend Charlie. Charlie loves Rom? Just loves him. Oh, well, tell him about this then. <laughs> tell him about this, because. So excited. It's what we need. It's what the world oh, needs, yeah. I think, is a Rom the Space Knight but why? movie. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But why? Yeah. Why do it? Yeah, I just don't get it. It's like that fucking Rampage movie that's coming out. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, why? <laughs> the game was like... Yeah, why would you pick Rampage of all Yeah. Things? Couldn't fucking pick a newer game? <laughs> <laughs> or Joust. Why... Do joust. All right. Yeah. Well, that makes yeah, just Ostriches. as much sense. You know, they, they, they shit eggs on people. Do that. Make that movie. <laughs> Fucking hungry, hungry hippos. Where's yeah, that something, one? Something. But uh, everything needs to be a movie. I mean, Rom, because you know it's like it's it's but nobody knows who the fuck Rom is. Nobody except for people like us. <laughs> our and, age. And you know, what are we taking our grandkids? Kids or grandkids <laughs> to it? I, you know, is that it? It's go with grandpa to see this Rom Space Knight. Oh, Rom, Rom's coming out. <laughs> it was the greatest toy in oh, the world, boy. Billy. I'm telling you right now. You know what it did? <laughs> it made noise. Its eyes lit up and it made noise. <laughs> oh, it's okay. fucking Melba Toast! The movie's coming out soon. It is. All right, Melba Toast. Uh, how you doing with Krypton? You still watching it? I haven't, given, yeah, I haven't I, had a chance yet. I like um, it. So it's okay so far? It's, How many in you are, are you? Two? There's only two. Yeah. Okay. And I so mean, far you're good. Yeah, huh? it's it's a it's pretty decent sci-fi show. Yeah. Okay. They say shit on it. Well. We're talking about that. They say shit on see, everything on sci-fi. The, the sci-fi channel made this discovery uh, a little while ago that they're a, 
a basic cable. Yeah. And they can swear because they're not regulated by the FCC. They made that great discovery, finally. Right? Did you see they announced uh, the final Sharknado? Oh, they said this the, it's the last one. It's the last one, and it's going to have time travel in it? And it should be called Sharknado, the quest for more money or something so, like yeah. that. It should just... Uh, Ian Ziering's going to be traveling through time. And he's gonna. <laughs> Were there other Sharknados in time, I or I don't did the know. tornado? But it says there's him. gonna be Nazis in it. Oh, and uh, I'll bet the tornado and, sends him through time. Maybe, and he's gonna take a ride on Noah's Ark. Well, that's gonna be tough. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> whatever. By the premise, by the bit. Yeah. yeah, all right. I I finally saw um, Coco and it. I did that in one day. Yeah. I love my, you know, my cable thing with the. So I finally saw those, and Coco is just brilliant. And again, I, you know, I can't watch Pixar movies in public because yeah. I am a mess by the end of them. And once again, I was oh, yeah. a mess by the end of it, but just so beautiful. And the music too. And the music's good, and it just tells a great, nice story. And the, I love the skeleton guys. Those are all terrific. Yeah. You know, each one of them different and special and and funny. And the story go like goes in a way that you didn't expect it to. It, yeah, yeah. And it, it, so that was terrific. So I finally saw that, and then I finally saw it. Um, and I figured I would, I figured I would like it okay. Yeah. You know, I figured it wouldn't suck because I'm, I mean, it's the number one horror movie in the world. Um, so I figured it must have something to it. I didn't real, I didn't think. I didn't realize I'd like it as much as I did. I mean, I really liked it. I got to watch it. And it was it was scary, and you were rooting for those kids, and... It, Scared shitless of the clown? Yeah, well, yeah, he's a scary motherfucking clown. <laughs> and I'm serious. Everybody talks about the old one. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch it again. It's not that great. Not that great. Yeah. Not that great. Great for the time. Great for the time. And, <laughs> and never forget it was made for TV. Exactly. That was another problem that it had. But uh, this one was just uh, just incredible. Uh, I quite enjoyed it, and I can't wait for the next one. Chapter 2. That's when they all grows up. Where they're grown up. 27 years later. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, so anyway, if you haven't had a chance to see it, see it. I, I was going to give a suggestion for it. It's actually a Netflix show. Yes. If what? you like, um, God, if you like those, like, eating, kind of eating tour shows, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. Diner, Triple D. Or. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's Flavor Town. Yeah. Oh man, buddy, cool. Um, or Bourdain. Yeah. Uh, there's one called uh, Ugly Delicious. Uh, we're watching that. It's fucking good, huh? It's, it's like really the good. weirdest, most like stream of conscious. Yeah. Thing I've ever seen. It's quite good. I would say watch the barbecue one first. Oh really? Yeah. They'll watch them in order. Okay. Yeah, and that because I was hooked. I was like, God, this is weird. Yeah, you know it's I mean? it's a great show. So. It's a great show. Uh, <laughs> all that in the the have you or what, or have you watched the Queer Eye yet? Oh, yeah. Cried you know, every single episode. You cry every single episode. You know that one guy, Tan France, he lives here. Yeah. Lives in town. I'm going to go find him. He was on the radio show this week. Was he? I'm going to tell him to come I fix know, my house. I know where he eats at least once a week. I'll tell yeah. you off 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 the mic and, and you can I'll grab him. Come, run into say, him. Come fix my house. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I stopped watching because I thought it was fucking garbage. What's that? Jessica Jones season two. You stopped. I hated it. Really? Uh-huh. I see, see. I I didn't hate it. I hated it. I mean, it wasn't as good as the first season. Well, but how I, could it? But be? I didn't hate it. 
See, that's Fuck. that's the problem that I think that this series has is that first season was just so fucking perfect. Yeah, but this season just bad. so hard to follow it up. The second season, oh, I powered it, through it, and it you don't know go it, right to hell as Patsy Walker. It has some payoffs. Um, Jimmy told me how it ended. Oh, okay. And I was just like, yeah, I don't need to watch that. <laughs> Stupid. I, I'm not going to be harsh to it. I, I enjoyed I it. I am. I, I liked it. Shame uh, on you, Jessica Jones. And I'll tell you why, off mic. Okay. <laughs> um, so this has been Two Old Divas. <laughs> Everything sucks. Rom. Rom the Space Knight. <laughs> so if you'd like more episodes of Two Old Divas, please let us know and we'll... Uh, We'll just send us. We'll, we'll just sit down. Send us suggestions, stuff we can sure, pitch about. <laughs> sure. Why not? Why the fuck not? Kids today. Uh, let's let's get back. Let's get back to the episode. Pastrami schnapps. <laughs> Gross. Uh, Please to enjoy. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons. I gotta slice the almonds. All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies, vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Cabin fever with everything from gifts, puzzles, books, playing cards, retro candy and lunch boxes, and a whole lot more. They're currently stocking their shelves with steampunk figures, the original Kit Kat kitschy clocks from yesteryear, coffee table books guaranteed to turn an eye and entertain your quirky guests. All of these gifts, along with the wrap ribbon and greeting cards to go with them, stop by Cabin Fever and tell them Geek Show says hey. Cabin Fever located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. So much more than a card store. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my 
myworkoutbuddyslc or email me, myworkoutbuddyslc at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says, hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. And we're back. Wait, I'm Whoa! still, I'm still That here. was delicious. Oh, you weren't invited. That was a delicious <laughs> vegan meal provided by your wife. I think so. I love mushrooms. Mm-hmm. It was good. I, I love I love spinach. I, ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I went in on that shit. Yeah. I love you know the cauliflower rice. And I'm learning to deal with it. Have you had zucchini? <laughs> have you had zucchini noodles yet, though? Yo, zoodles. Yeah, fuck Yo, those. I'm bucks of zoodles. Yeah. Oh, so it's okay for you to combine words? <laughs> no, that's. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that's not racist. No man, that that's what they are. That's racist against zucchinis. I didn't, I didn't name I didn't name it zoodles. I that's what the recipe is called. Yeah, sure it is. That's their word. Yeah, Tony, let him have his word. Fine, that's their zoodles. word. Zoodles. That's why heard? I that's why I said zucchini noodles. Yeah. Even let's stir up controversy. We want to keep our subscribers. That's right. Did you hear what happened to the last time somebody said zoodles on a podcast? I know, right? I mean, shit. He had a heart attack like two hours later getting yeah. ready for a show. Yeah. yeah. All right. I got a little. Uh, this is is a little that Stan Lee? No. Oh, God bless him. God, right. uh, God yeah. rest his Stan soul. Lee. Exactly. Stan. God rest yeah. his soul. Stan Lee. All right. <laughs> I d- I, I'm. 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 I want to sound current. I'm going to bring. You're just going to say it every episode. I'm going to bring. Aren't you? I'm going to bring Disneyland back to this. Okay. Because okay. I failed miserably last time. Okay. But this is. Oh yeah. This is different. Oh, All right, that was my fault last time. I'm gonna shut up this time. Yeah. So fucking zoodle. There's shut a fucking zoodle. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna call him a cracker, but that's okay. Oh. All right. It's so there's word. there's a new there's a new book He's coming a out Zackle. in July. The book. Uh, that's a it's a book. Yeah, yeah. No, pic- like, no pictures. No pictures. It's a book. So hard. <laughs> And it's a Star Wars boot. What's what? his, his Lexile level? I don't know. Oh, cool. I'll check it out. Um, <laughs> but it's a, it's about uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Ah, so he's blue. So it's Timothy Zahn book. I yes, it. it is Timothy Zahn's new book. Yeah. Um, there was an excerpt that was posted online, you know, to get you excited for it. Mm. You know. Oh God, I can't wait. And what they're doing with this bit is they're making. The Disneyland and Orlando Star Wars lands canon in this book. Yes. Yeah. Uh, basically, Emperor Palpatine needs to send Vader and Thrawn to work together on something. A uh, Disneyland park? Is, is, is the plot of the book. Uh, and the Emperor says, uh, The disturbance is located at the edge of your unknown regions, the Emperor says. Headed into wild space. That's where all my disturbances are. <laughs> <laughs> unknown regions. Wait, so all the redneck assholes in, in Florida are going to be canon now? <laughs> Second, I'm writing. Uh, <laughs> um, it appears to be centered on a planet named Batu. Oh... Uh, again, he sensed a reaction to the name. This time, they can't stop fucking alligators. This time, the reaction came from both of them. I believe you've heard of it. Thrawn's eyes were hooded, the expression on the blue-skinned face swirling with memories. 
Yes, he murmured. Yeah. I have indeed heard of it. Has anybody seen my worms? They better watch out for Florida Man while they're down Uh, there. As of course, (laughs) as of course had Vader. It was the place where he and Thrawn had long ago interfered, albeit unwillingly, with one of Palpatine's plans. That's the segment from the book. Yeah. But Batu is the name of the place. The planet. The yeah. planet. The that, settlement. The settlement that is the Disneyland parks. Hmm. There's well, there's well, a there's a bit in the parks that's gonna it's it's gonna ruin me because it's right outside of the Millennium Falcon is uh, Hondo, the the pirate from oh, yeah, from, from Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. Love that Hondo. dude. And so being that this takes place during the new trilogy, you know, so we're talking 30, 35 years after Return of the Jedi. Um, Hondo and Chewbacca arguing with each other outside of the Millennium Falcon. That's one of the things that you will be experiencing as you're as you're onboarding the the Falcon. Hondo's like one of my favorite characters, uh, and and just the thought of him and Chewbacca uh, hanging out and and knowing that that's semi canonical. Also, just Hondo in general. Which one's Hondo? Sorry, Hondo's the he's the pirate that in in he's like blue skinned. Yeah, he's brown skinned. He's a weak way. So he's yeah, he's, he's got oh, he's, he's got the he's horns, got on, his horns on his yeah. chin. Yeah. So. In in Clone Wars, he was always just fucking with Jedi Knights and stealing shit and and uh, trying to trying to steal Kyber crystals. Has he been in the movies? No, oh, no. Okay. But in Rebels, in Rebels, he's uh, <clears throat> he shows up a lot. He shows up a lot. He's got a soft spot for for Ezra. It's his accent that I don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> I do not understand why he has this accent. He's a Dracula. <laughs> there's a, there's a great one where somebody's yelling at him in Hutties, and he's like, "What? Do I leave your mother out of this?" <laughs> I'm, I not, just, I'm not excited for a lot of new characters having NASCAR shirts, but you know, <laughs> I hope cool. like. Florida man shows up and he's a fucking all like just a stupid Jedi. <laughs> Watch out for him. All right, I got some comic books to tell. So you easy about. to steal tips out of a jar using the goddamn farce, you guys. Woo! The farce. Yeah. The farce. They say that it's just pasties of that bar, but with the farce, it's anything goes. Yeah. <laughs> he, drives, he drives one of those fan boats. We're good. See, Aww. you should have seen the look on her face. Tassel's going one way, Tassel's going the other way, Tassel's rotating alternate direction. <laughs> and I just stopped them fucking tassels. She done had a cow. <laughs> hey, Chuckaram, I ain't the I ain't the paying customer you're looking for. <laughs> you can forget I was even here. Except that it'd be Florida and it'd be Piccadilly Cafeteria. Oh. Jesus well, there Christ. There he goes getting okay. fancy on us again. Um so <laughs> fancy I'm not sad sentence. I don't know that. So deep. <laughs> DC Comics. I'm listening. Is doing some crossovers again. Hey. <laughs> what? What? Ponzi. That just mean like, like A, like oh, A. Like you're excited. Oh, no, no, no. no. Okay. We, we, we know A is culturally right. universal. I just, it's, it, I was worried there for a moment. No, I'm just like A. Oh, okay. This episode's full of culture. So, <laughs> now they've done... <laughs> They've done the Looney Tunes uh-huh. crossovers. The Batman Elmer Fudd is find it. It's just brilliant. It is. Um, it really is. Tim King wrote it, and it's just great. Uh, Elmer Fudd is a hitman. Oh my God. <laughs> he's hired. Uh, to, he decides he's going to kill a Batman. Anyway, I'm, I'm hunting bats. Kill the Batman. Bat. Um, but it was it was just brilliant. And then they did some Hanna Barbera crossovers. Like Which they did, people are loving. Their Flintstones yeah. comic like, is amazing. Yeah. Well, they did, for example, Suicide Squad and the Banana Splits in the same comic. Sure. Why not? Well, they've got another series of these out. And 
Save for our Jeremiah listeners. sent me some of these, and I'm like, yeah. fuck. Well, these are some new ones that are coming. These are coming in May. So you're going to have Aquaman and Jabberjaw. Yes! That's what I'm down for. What? <laughs> I'm, at, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Who's right. Jabberjaw? Uh, are you he's, for real? Yeah. So, so basically, no, talking shark, Hanna-Barbera, okay, you know the... Uh, the uh, Snoo- uh, the uh, Scooby Doo model of yeah. shit. Okay. Right? Yeah. There's a talking animal yeah. and a group of teenagers who have a rock band. Yeah, who always have a rock band, all. except for Scooby Doo didn't have a rock band. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, okay. But, Neither did and they, they went around and they solved crimes. Okay. Jabberjaw was a giant shark who talked like Curly Joe mm-hmm. from and the uh, Three Stooges. Yep. Played the drums. Played the drums yeah. and they solved water. crimes. Yeah. yeah. And they solved crimes. This makes perfect sense. Sure. But uh, yeah, so, so it's 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 Jabberjaw at Aquaman. I'm with this. Uh, let's see. Here it is. Uh, uh, the town of Amnesty Island is besieged by a series of shark attacks, and the authorities call Aquaman for help. What's unusual about this case is that the shark isn't trying to kill people. He just wants to talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, nyuck, nyuck, nyuck. All, all Jabberjaw wants to do is get back to Aqualand. The future undersea utopia where he hails from. I could go on, but right. there it so, is. There you go. That's, That's all you need. What more That's do you need? I need. There is also at the end of this issue, you get the first ever meeting of the Spectre, the Wizard Shazam, and Captain Caveman. So they're all shut the fuck up. I love Cave- Captain Caveman That's, so much. So that's in there. Did you love Captain Caveman when you were a kid? I Captain never, never liked Caveman. Are you fucking kidding me? I never liked Captain Caveman. I, oh my I, god! I'm sorry. You were dead inside so I, early. He was eleven at at the time. I was dead inside at that time. Yes. I I was just such a drunk when Captain Caveman was on. Shut up! I loved him. Captain Caveman. Okay, here's it was awesome. Here's here's the next one. Black Lightning uh-huh. and Hong Kong Fooey. And Hong Kong motherfucking Fooey. All right, I'm with that. I fucking loved Hong Kong Fooey. Back from Vietnam, Kung Fu Master Hong Kong Fooey <laughs> has set up his own detective agency. Voiced by Scatman Crothers. Scatman Crothers. Meanwhile, Jefferson Pierce, a.k.a. Black Lightning, uh-huh. has uncovered a plot by three assassins to collect the components of a sacred text revealing the darkest secrets of martial arts magic, and they'll kill anyone who owns them. Yeah. And and I've seen the art, and it's like, um, it's Black Lightning from the seventies. He's got the big old fucking afro, and he's got the Earth, Wind, and Fire fucking oh great oh like God. superhero wow. suit, yeah. But also a short story at the end of that issue, you get, let's see, uh, uh, the bonus story featuring a pre-demon Jason Blood. Oh, and, the demon, yeah, yeah. And he talks in rhyme and Etrigan. and the funky Phantom. Okay. Do you remember Funky Phantom? I yes. don't. Do you? He was he was the spirit of '76. He was a ghost from. Oh, oh yeah. He looked like George Washington, but he was a yeah, ghost. But he was a ghost. Yeah. All right. You guys uh, watch the Black Light Black Lightning TV show? Love it. I fucking love I it. I need to catch up. I start, I'm about yeah, I'm, five episodes yeah. in. I think they've got one. It's of the, pretty good. It's got the it's scariest. Good, their fucking villain is so fucking scary. Yeah, Tobias Whale. Yeah. Tobias Whale. He He's is. Awesome. He is. Let's hear more about, more here, about this. Here's, here's what I do, though, with the Black Lightning. Though it's, mm. it's, it's a drinking game. Oh. Anytime someone says Black Lightning, I take a drink. Huh. How I do you have get yet, through the show? I have yet to end an episode. Hey. I just can't. <laughs> you don't remember right. the end of one episode? Yeah, I mean, nope. just, just every, every, every commercial, every commercial stinger. 
No, it's the characters. If the characters on the show say Black Lightning, then I'd take a break. Okay. All right. Um, just the cops alone. You're going to die, Kerry Jackson. It will kill me. Uh, the next one is The Flash uh-huh. and Speed Buggy. Yes! Holy shit, right? <laughs> I don't remember Speed Buggy. Speed Buggy is uh, <laughs> one of my favorites. Yeah. Mel yeah. Blanc was the voice. Uh-huh. had a neurological disorder. He is a dune buggy. An orange dune buggy. Yeah. With a group of kids. With a group of kids, and he talks. And a rock, they're a rock Wait a band. minute. I remember and they're this. a rock band. Yes. And a dune buggy, a Speed Buggy can talk. He can How talk. How many fucking rock bands? They all had rock bands. Every single one of them. They all had rock bands. Yeah, but what about Snidely Whiplash? When, well, they, they did that one. What, what did they do? They already did Wacky Races, man. Yeah, well, they have their own title. It was like a post-apocalyptic I've actually read like eight races. issues of that. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna, All right. I'm going to so, spark up and read some Wacky Racers comics. So um, <laughs> do it. I, I've been reading so many comics on that site. All right. So when Wally yeah. West tries to take down the villain Kilgore, he's surprised to find he has an unknown ally who, who can move just as fast as he can. Dr. Purnell, a brilliant Star Lab scientist, has found a way to power his dune buggy using the speed force. Oh, my god! And it can talk? When the Flash agrees to help test the limits of the vehicle and race, something unexpected sends them play the spiraling bass? out of the speed force and into the unknown. They land in a post-apocalyptic future, but Purnell is missing, leaving the now sentient speed buggy to help the Flash repair time. I'm reading all of these. Oh my. It's happening. <clears throat> then, then you get a triple, a triple threat of Savitar... Speed Demon Buggy and Reverse Speed Buggy. <laughs> what? <laughs> are they, they going to throw in the Herbie in there as well? That's Disney. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I like it. And what's the last one? No. The last one is the Super Sons, which are uh, Batman Super- and Superman's kids. Right. And they're as young versions of their dads. And Dino Mutt. Oh, oh God, I love Dino Mutt. Oh, my God, I do. Whoa. Uh, let's see. It's no fun for John Kent to be visiting Big City with his parents for the funeral of an old friend, so his best pal, Damian Wayne, decides to follow along and give him the inside scoop on the city. But when they go to meet Robin's local friend, Dino Mutt, <laughs> they find Who's him... Who's an idiot robot... He's a robot dog. Dog. Mm-hmm. He dresses like a yeah. superhero. They find, Where's Blue Falcon, though? They find him injured and in need of help. And Dino Mutt's human superhero companion, Blue Falcon, <laughs> has turned evil. No. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense, because... What's, what's the reason for the betrayal between once loyal companions, and what role no. might the evil Red Vulture play in the scenario? Carrie, tell me, because I want to know. It does not say. Shit, I gotta buy that, huh? <laughs> you gotta buy it to find out. I wonder... When I, I was a kid, Blue Falcon and... Um, uh, Dino Mutt was like my favorite fucking cartoon. Voiced by Gary Owens, Blue Falcon. Yeah. Who is Space Ghost. Yeah. And Dino Mutt was always like, hey, I'm so stupid. Hey, I, can't, F, I'm hey, I can't work my arms. <laughs> I believe you. Oh, and, and Blue Falcon would get angry and go, dog blunder. Dog blunder. <laughs> I liked Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt as a kid, but then like you join the military and Blue Falcon means something totally something different. Else, huh? Totally sex, different. Though. It's all sex. Yeah, and, and like that, I wonder if that's the direction. That's why he's a villain now because that definition is a villain. Well, Carrie Jackson, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy all those, and I, I I encourage everybody else to do it. Blue Falcon means bad guy in the military. It means buddy fucker. I want. I oh, want his, oh. <laughs> yeah, buddy fucker. Yeah, like basic what? basically, you, you get deployed. Yeah, and you got mm-hmm. a significant other. 
Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you find out Blue Falcon back home is is uh, <laughs> giving it to your, your <laughs> to your lady. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Dino Mud. No, I'm giving it to your <laughs> lady. And I found this out when I was in Iraq that that was the that was the term for it. And it's a fun so like your buddies would be like, yeah, you got blue like Falcon. what's wrong, bro? You look so sad. Yeah, do you remember? The, you remember when we took the, the mess hall? See, I'm pretending I've ever done anything like the military. <laughs> do the they me- still say the mess hall? Yeah, yeah they, at, they, at the, they, at the mess hall. And you know what? I I noticed you looked down at the shooting range place. Shooting range? You, you and, and your buddy goes, yeah. My lady got Blue Falcon at home. No, he Sours. got Blue Falcon. Kind of, yeah. Like, yeah he got she got Falcon. that on my yeah. No, I mean, it's a, it's a fucking... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite position, downward dog blunder. <laughs> dog blunder! <laughs> I'll show you a red vulture. Yes. <laughs> That's a real thing, though. But and yeah. remember they flew around and something basically looked <laughs> like the... The land speeder. From- it was like a land speeder, but it had a falcon's face on it. God yeah. damn, that show was good. It was Terrible. so good. It was so ahead of its time. Ahead of its time. <laughs> I say, you know, sometimes you feel cool when you're being a blue falcon, but then afterwards you kind of have a moment of guilt. Yeah, that's when you start after drinking. being blue falcon. Yeah. No, when when you are the, the when blue you falcon. are the blue falcon. What if you get blue falcon? Wait a minute. Uh, the, it's bad. That's never good. Is that's the blue good. falcon the significant other or the friend? That- I, I believe it's the actor. That's not of. a friend. No, it's. I, I, sh- <laughs> I thought it was a buddy who. Got in bed with your significant it's, other. It can get go. <sighs> yeah. It could well, be either one. you brought it up. Don't you fucking sigh. You no, brought I, it up. No, I know. Like, I see what you mean. I, I see Like I see what he means. Okay, I'm okay, addressing the situation. Okay. okay. Everything's fine. I see you. <laughs> yeah. I just want to <laughs> yeah. know. I hear you. I understand your confusion. <laughs> yes. Thank you for... Um, God, you've been in some trainings. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, basically, that's just what it is. It's, it, it's the, the person that is... That would be... It, intercoursing is, with the, the female that that's, that's not your friend that's, that's the blue, blue falcon. falcon that's the blue okay. falcon that's but blue. was your friend yeah he he yeah. could have been at some point does it have to be a friend or could it be a stranger it could be a stranger okay. yeah the, so the the shlomo that's stupid your goyim gal he's oh, the one that's the blue falcon. That. like it yeah. could like the blue falcon could be somebody that they work at the um Denny's the, PX, with. the px the px yeah yeah that's a good that's yeah. a good say, reference say the px i said the denny's no. the denny's i don't fuck with denny's at what's, all. What's the PX? It's like the store. It's like yeah. the, ar- yeah, it's the base army. exchange. It's the um, yeah. base or post exchange. Oh, yeah. That's the what, Air that's Force it, has bases. Armies has posts and forts. Uh, Marines have camps, and then uh, uh, the Navy has naval bases. Boats, dinghies, yeah. boats. <laughs> Navy also has a whole band devoted to them. I prefer the Red Falcon. <laughs> Jabberjaws. What's the, the Red Falcon? Now, now you got Jabberjaws. Nyak nyak nyak. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, are you watching? Speaking of DC shows, are you watching uh, Legends of Tomorrow? Yes, I am. I am almost caught up. I hope it's doing okay in the ratings. Uh oh. Yeah, I, I read about this too. Yeah. Because if it comes back for season four, that's the problem. If. If. Yeah, I read this too. They have said if it comes back season uh, four. This is great. Uh, uh, uh. That they're going to put uh, John Constantine on permanently. Yeah, he's been he's been off and on this yeah, season. Well, he's been on no, two he, two episodes, like this two season? or three episodes, three. and they were the fucking best. Oh ones. yeah, the best yeah. Ones. hands down. But actually, I just love that show because they don't give a fuck. They go, they just do what they want to do. They're gonna um, encounter young Barack Obama. <laughs> what? Yeah, is really? that gonna happen in the next episode? It's one of the ones coming. Well, up. they did young really? George Lucas. They did George Lucas. This is a great episode. Yeah. yeah. 
I really hope it gets Cause renewed because with, without Star Wars, Adam couldn't didn't get inspired to become. That's a scientist. right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a, there was actually a really good episode of The Flash recently. I mean, The Flash has been pretty consistently good, except for last season. Yeah. But there was an episode this season. It, it was like called it was called Welcome to Flash Time. I think. Yeah, that was a really I'm cool like episode. Super behind. There's too I'm many shows. Sure, yeah. And then was it started with with uh, Barry coming in and telling Iris, and he's covered with sweat. And he's telling Iris, I couldn't, I can't stop it. Yep. I can't stop it. Yep. And then it, it goes eight minutes into the, you know, into the, into the past, into the past, and they're at this warehouse where there is a nuclear explosion. And he goes into flash time to make everything slow down. And so you see the the box that the bomb is in is just breaking open. And he's like, I can't, we can't reverse it. And they, they try throughout all the, the different episode. Flashes and- all, you know, they bring in other flashes. They try all of these different things. They try to stop it, and they just can't. And that's the whole episode. It was just, good. It was really quite good, actually. Yep. So watch that one. Plus, my, what, like, my, I, my favorite flash was on it. Jay so. Garrick? Uh, Jay Garrick. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. I, I hate like that, that they're movie. shitting all... Like, so many people are shitting on the elongated man. No, he's cool in <laughs> that so show. So many people are shitting really? all over him, and I... I he he's, fucking cracks me he's up. He's interesting. And he's a character I actually love from yeah. the comics. And he's not he's and not bad on the him. show. Yeah. No, they're doing yeah. right. They got him on the show just right. I'm just I'm glad that he's even uh, yeah, now I actually need to catch up now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good this season for sure. I, I liked it last season too though, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, especially the Gorilla Grod the Gorilla Grod two parter. Real quick, oh, sorry. I, I do have to edit myself. Uh, <laughs> I, I I did just to double check my uh, definition of Blue Falcon. Uh, Blue Falcon is a, it's an army term. Ah. That's why I heard it. This is the Air Force term. Uh, when you got done blue falconing somebody's. No, no, no. It's it's te- it's technically it's oh, not right. it's not specific it's not specific to extramarital affairs or infidelity. It's more it's more about fucking over your buddy. Like let's say someone fucks leaves early and fucks over everybody else at the job. Oh. So it's like like a blue falcon be could be anybody. Like it could. You know, the guy that leaves early and messes things up. Yeah, it fucks it up for everybody. Like he's the reason that everybody. The guy else gets that in takes trouble. the last piece of pizza. Yeah, that guy, Blue yeah. Falcon. Yeah. This, so, yeah. So to clarify, because I know my, you know, the people that are, are service members may be listening to this and be like, what the All fuck? Right. Do you want to get angry? <laughs> Don't send me fucking angry emails. He's had enough after Black Panther. I want to know. Yeah. I just want to know what the Italian Navy calls it. So if you're if you're listening, uh, Giuseppe, let us know. All right. Uh, then uh, well, let's we'll, we'll get to games and uh, uh, videos. Do you have any movies you got to review? Uh, not theatrical. Oh, okay. Um. I hear Pacific Rim's out on video fin- this week. Uh, finally this. <laughs> Probably. Probably the dollar bin. Finally oh. this. We all have seen the pictures of Nicolas Cage as Superman online. Yep. Oh, yeah. I watched that whole like documentary. That really? Holy shit. That's a fascinating shit. Because Tim Burton was going to do a movie called Superman Lives. And, With and, Kevin Smith's 15-minute screenplay. And they had, yeah, they had Nick Cage as Superman and... You know he's been dying to play Superman because he's—I mean he's a—he's a huge Superman right. fan. He named his kid Kal El. Yeah. I mean you know he's a nut. He's um, <laughs> kid's a nut. There's that. But uh, he finally is going to play Superman. Oh good! Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Story. Wait, no, what? I heard about Nick this Cage story. is going to play Superman. Yep. How and why? In the Teen Titans Go movie, he's going to voice him. He'll be the voice of Superman. <sighs> Fuck Teen Titans Go. In the Teen Titans <laughs> that Go show movie. sucks so fucking bad. Well, this is a movie. This is a different thing. Oh, Which means it'll yeah, be but two hours still, of nonsense. It'll still be based on the <laughs> piece of shit TV show. Have you watched Where's our fucking yet? Young Justice? Yeah. yeah, that's supposed that's to be coming back. Where's movie. season young three? Young Justice was so good. It was God so fucking damn. dark. Yeah, it was good. It didn't tell enough action figures. That's why Toys R Us are going out of business. 
So, Nick Cage as Superman. If you want to watch... Uh, <laughs> it opens in theaters on July 27th. Uh, it closes oh. on the 29th. On, uh, is it Brooklyn Nine-Nine, if you guys are watching that still or not? Oh, or, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Recent episode where they, had, uh, they were hiding, I think, Witness Protective Program. Uh-huh. And he basically said, or brought every Nicolas Cage movie. Because <laughs> they had to be offline. And, you know, <laughs> so they, he no brought, streaming, he no brought internet. His, he brought his DVDs, and all he all... had was Nick Cage movies. <laughs> 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 he told about the good ones at the end. He's yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> that was funny. That's a great right. show. Uh, do we have uh, games, movies? Uh, what do we got? Hmm? Yes? Uh, yeah. Movies? Uh, Insidious, the last key is now out. Sure, why not? I think that's the third one of that series. I I haven't seen one. All right, (laughs) story of the Blue Falcon. Uh, Father Figures is out. Uh, Oh, that's uh, Father Figures two. No, just Father Figures. Oh, the first one. Yeah. Uh, Charles Bronson. Yeah. Back when he could be ugly. What are the four movies? The four movies are. Let's see what we got. The (laughs) Bronson. The Valicky Papers. Valachi, uh-huh. the Valachi papers. It's blurry, I can't tell. It's Valachi. The Stone Killer. Yes. Uh-huh. Breakout. I had and, to act in that one. <laughs> and Hard Times. Yes. That, he did a couple of French noir movies, like in the late '60s, that I really wish I could remember. The well, I'll just go on IMDb and find them. Mm-hmm. But they're they're actually really good noir films set in France. Yeah. With an ugly man. A very <laughs> ugly man. So ugly. But he did get uh, Ali McGraw. How? He did. That's Del- a good question. Giant dick. It's because I squint. Like and I'm pretty this. sure it had a shitty mustache right on, under what its you, fucking dick hole. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. They was Blue Falcon. That's, That's right. It. I'm playing Blue Falcon in the movie. <laughs> Charles Brunson. Blue uh, Falcon where he goes back and kills his buddy that fucked him up. Dog wonder. <laughs> All right. Uh... Yes, games. Uh, there's only a couple things coming out this week. Uh, for PC gamers out there, the HTC Vive Pro releases this week. So it's the upgraded version of the HTC Vive VR headset. Uh, what the hell's an HTC Vive? Yeah, what are it's you a, even talking it's a, about? It's a headset for VR. Sure. Yeah, Boom, you sure. put it on, you can see inside the VR world. It's a new fancy one. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah. Great. So this is the new fancy one. with uh, It's got uh, good, supposedly integrated headphones, so you don't have to worry about putting your own headphones on. Uh, higher resolution screen, so it should look better, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What about porn? Uh, I'm sure it works for that. God, <laughs> right? What doesn't? I'll never leave the house. <laughs> and uh, speaking of VR, on the Windows PC, Elder Scrolls Skyrim VR releases no. this week on PC. What? Goodbye, goodbye yeah. to you all. Nice knowing you, Lee. Have, have, have you done any PC VR stuff? Uh, just a little bit. I. Uh... So uh, it, it coincides well with the release of the upgraded Vive. No, like seriously, I, this this is gonna sound grim, but it's not grim. But like, if I went to the doctor on Monday and they said, "Lee, you've got six weeks to live," I would spend three of those weeks hanging out with my family and saying goodbye, and I'd spend the last three weeks of my life stoned out of my fucking head playing VR Skyrim, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that would be it. And, I'd and then that. there would be yeah. this thunderclap somewhere on the horizon, and this giant cosmic wave of peace would just settle <laughs> over the world. <laughs> and everyone would say, Lee left as he, he came, a giant gone. among men. <sighs> like he that. And, I wish my head worked like yours. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and obviously, the dragonborn. Fus Roda. Fus Roda. Right. That's it for games. That's it for games? Yep. All right, good enough. Holy shit, VR Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been out for PS4 for a little while. It has? Yeah, it has. I don't, I don't have the. I don't have that. So if you have I have the, a PS4, I don't have the VR. If you have the PlayStation VR, Skyrim's been out for uh, 
a good couple months. Ladies and gentlemen, please check months. out my Kickstarter called Lee Needs a VR for his PS4. <laughs> What's, uh, what system is that Star Trek VR game on? That PS4. one is uh, PS4. PS4? Yeah. yeah. And I, I believe they're making they're, they're porting it to PC as well. <laughs> Every time I think of Skyrim is when they give me the uh, demo at E3, yeah. and they were like, you see that mountain back there? Yeah. You could walk all the way to I, it. I have. And I go... Why would you ever want to do that? Sometimes the sunrise is amazing. <laughs> there might be caves on that mountain full of loot. There, there <laughs> are. Did you say the sunrises are amazing? Yes. <laughs> Why don't you peek your fucking head out of a window and look at the I've sky? I've done that too. <laughs> but you know what's not outside when the sun rises? Dragons, I have stood. I have stood giants. on cliffs in Skyrim. I have stood on cliffs in Skyrim. I as have the sun's, stood on cliffs in Skyrim. As the sun is coming up. And everything's like everything's starting to warm up, and you look down, and there's a fucking giant walking his mammoths down the valley, and I'm like, "This is where I'm at. This is me. This is I mean, seriously, this is my You've life." You've seen now. that shit before. We grew up in fucking West Valley, Magnet, man. <laughs> yeah, but that off, was my mom. <laughs> off yonder on the cliffs of Skyrim, I witnessed the giant. I've seen his some shit. I've seen some shit. <laughs> Off the, of Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> off the cliffs of Skyrim. Off the cliffs of Skyrim. It's one of those things. I mean, that I, I don't like the idea of the singularity. I don't like the idea of being melded with a machine mind or any of that other shit. But you also kind of do. But <laughs> at the same time, if they were like, so here's the thing, Lee. You, you can be the... This, you, you can you go can to Strobor. You can go be the Dragonborn. I, I would be fine with you that. You are terrified and hypnotized at the well, same because time. Because the potential for damage and good are, are both, yes. you know. But yeah, go ahead, put me in Skyrim Matrix. I'll live there. You can go ahead and suck all the electrical energy out of my there brain. That's, That's a, a fair, fair trade. Yeah. Right. I think so, right? Sure. Good yeah. job, Energizer Buddy. Mr. Yeah. B, if you would, please. <sighs> hmm? Ham. <laughs> I thought we were friends, man. I thought we were fucking bros. And then he just fucking swoop up behind me and fucking blue falcon me. Ham wonder. Ham wonder. <laughs> I like ham blunder. Blunder. 